MSW Media. Thanks to Athletic Greens for supporting the Daily Beans. I take AG1 by Athletic Greens literally every day. If you're looking for a simpler and cost-effective supplement routine, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash dailybeans. Hello and welcome to the Daily Beans for Tuesday, January 17th, 2023. Today, a very special holiday edition of the funding of George Santos, as new information reported, indicates more of his money came from Russian-connected oligarchs than previously reported. I'm your host, Allison Gill. Hello, everyone. Very special Focusing on one thing today episode. I figured it was I've been wanting to do this for a minute. We just got some breaking news about George Santos's funding. And uh, I wanted to share that with you. And I wanted to also take this opportunity of a slow news day on a holiday to focus solely on this story, because I think it's very important. And I think that the implications are even more important. What does it mean that George Santos was funded this way? and won this election and flipped a seat. What are the implications of that going forward? But also, where did this money come from? It's all incredibly important. There is another news story that's out today. I can tell you uh, it's from Raw Story. It's uh, about ex, an ex-Trump lawyer is startled by Trump's fundraising email impersonating DeSantis, which is apparently going around right now. I'm going to talk about that on tomorrow's Beans. So I just wanted you to be prepared for that story to come out. And today we're just going to focus on this really interesting new reporting on Santos. Dana will be back with us tomorrow. So for now, let's hit the hot notes. Hot notes. All right, this is incredible reporting from uh, Stanley Becker and Helderman over at the Washington Post. They say, quote, George Santos, the freshman Republican congressman from New York who lied about his biography has deeper ties than previously known to a businessman who cultivated close links with a one-time Trump confidant and who is the cousin of a sanctioned Russian oligarch. That's according to video footage and court documents. Now, we're talking, of course, about who we talked about back in December, Andrew Intrader and his wife. They each gave the maximum amount, $5,800, to Santos's main campaign committee and tens of thousands more since 2020 to committees that are linked to him. That's according to filings now with the Federal Election Commission. In Trader's cousin, as we know, and I've talked about multiple times, not just on the Daily Beans, but going back to Mueller, she wrote, In Trader's cousin is Russian billionaire Victor Vexelberg, who had been sanctioned and is now today currently sanctioned by the U.S. government for his role in the Russian energy industry and his role and a few other things, too. We'll get to that OFEC list in a moment. The relationships between Santos and Intrader goes beyond campaign contributions. And that's according to a statement made privately by Santos in 2020, by Santos himself. And in a court filing the following year, in a lawsuit brought by the SEC against a Florida-based investment firm called Harbor City Capital, where Santos worked for more than a year. Taken together, The evidence suggests Santos 
may have had a business relationship with InTrader as Santos was first entering politics in 2020. Was he targeted? It's very interesting. It also shows the evidence taken together in its totality shows that according to the SEC filing, InTrader put hundreds of thousands of dollars into Santos's one-time employer, Harbor City, which was accused by the SEC and regulators of running a Ponzi scheme. Neither Santos nor InTrader responded to requests for comment from the Washington Post on this piece. Attorneys who have represented InTrader also did not respond. Hundreds of thousands of dollars. George Santos, whose election uh, from Long Island last year helped the GOP secure its very narrow House majority, has apologized for what he called resume embellishment while rebuffing calls for his resignation and making white power signs on the floor of the House while voting for Speaker. He's also under scrutiny by prosecutors in New York, and he's being prosecuted by prosecutors in Rio de Janeiro for fraud, which is an extraditable crime. And we do have an extradition treaty with Brazil. Brazil said they may have already informed our Department of Justice with their intent to prosecute him in absentia if he refuses to respond to the allegations. Now, ties between Santos, who is 34 years old, and Intrader, who is 60, reflect the ways Santos found personal and political support on his path to public office. Not to mention Russian support. Now, while Intrader is a U.S. citizen, his company, the investment firm Columbus Nova, ding, 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 that should ring a bell, has historically had extensive ties to the business interests of his Russian cousin, Vexelberg. As recently as 2018, when Vexelberg was sanctioned by the Treasury Department, his conglomerate was Columbus Nova's largest client. That's what the company confirmed to the Post that year. And you'll, you'll recognize Columbus Nova because of essential consulting. In Trader's interactions in 2016 and 2017 with Michael Cohen, who at the time was working as a lawyer for Donald Trump as his fixer, were probed during special counsel Robert Mueller's investigation of Russian interference in the 2016 election and possible links between Trump and the Kremlin. In Trader's company paid Cohen, the lawyer, self-described Trump fixer, to identify deals for his business. And a court record shows they exchange hundreds of texts and phone calls. Intrader nor Vexelberg were accused of wrongdoing in Mueller's investigation. In 2020, when Santos was tasked by Harbor City, this is this company that was sued by the SEC, but in 2020, when Santos was tasked by Harbor City with locating investors in New York, he claimed in a Harbor City meeting held over Zoom that Intrader's investment firm, Columbus Nova, was a client of his that's according to the Zoom call obtained by the Washington Post. Santos says Columbus Nova was a client of his. He made the comment during a discussion of the difficulties of residential real estate investing, in particular for investors who put money into the 1,400-foot-tall tower at 432 Park Avenue in Manhattan, which for a time was the tallest residential building in the world. Intrader did not respond to a question about whether he or Columbus Nova was involved in the project. Quote, you might know who they are, Santos added in the company meeting, referring to Columbus Nova. You might know who they are. They've made the news on several occasions. They were heavily involved with the Russia probe. 
unjustified. But they're a real estate company, he said. They're legitimate. Santos did not respond to a text message seeking comment. Intrader did not respond to an emailed question about whether his firm was Santos's client, as claimed, or about the de- deposit with Harbor City. George Santos has falsified substantial aspects of his work experience as well, and in the Harbor City Zoom meetings reviewed by the Post, he recounted dealings with other prominent investors or moneyed organizations that those entities denied took place. But Harbor City was able to land a $625,000 deposit from a company registered in Mississippi that identifies Intrader as its one officer. That's according to an exhibit included in the SEC's complaint against Harbor City. $625,000 from a company run by Intrader. The alleged deposit, which is undated, is included in a chart that lists several entities the SEC says made payments to Harbor City. That's substantially larger, that amount, $625,000, than previously known, the amount we were talking about in December, which was $28,000. The Mississippi company that Intrader is the sole officer for, FEA Innovations, is registered to Intrader, according to Secretary of State records. Registration documents include no other officers or directors and identify Intrader's address as the same one used by Columbus Nova on Madison Avenue in Manhattan. Columbus Nova is now known as Sparrow Capital. Interesting name. In the SEC action, initiated in April of 2021, regulators accused Harbor City and its founder of running a classic Ponzi scheme, promising investors reliable profit and instead bilking them out of millions. The SEC complaint did not name Santos, who has denied knowledge of the alleged wrongdoing, although he had been told by a prospective investor that the firm was using a fraudulent bank document. The Post previously reported that. Harbor City's founder, J.P. Maroney, has denied the SEC allegations, which were brought in federal court in Florida. The company itself has not responded in court. Maroney did not respond to a text message about the alleged deposit from Intrader's firm. The exhibit that identifies the alleged deposit from Intrader's company does not elaborate on its purpose, what the 625 grand was for, nor does it suggest that Intrader had knowledge of purported wrongdoing at Harbor City. Now, after Harbor City's assets were frozen, they were frozen, and with assistance from a fellow Harbor City employee, Santos in 2021 formed a company, the DeVolder Organization, that paid him at least $3.5 million over the next two years, according to Florida business records and financial disclosure forms that he filed as a candidate. Santos loaned his campaign more than $700,000, but did not report any income from Harbor City, despite having been paid by the company as recently as April of 2021. Details of Santos's tenure at Harbor City were confirmed by a court-appointed lawyer overseeing liquidation of the company's assets. Columbus Nova became a subject of interest for the Mueller investigation as prosecutors probed the ties forged by Intrader and his company with Michael Cohen. Intrader donated $250,000 to Trump's inaugural committee, that's according to campaign finance records, and attended the 2017 inaugural along with Vexelberg. The Washington Post has reported the two men encountered Cohen at the inauguration, and not long after, Columbus Nova began paying Cohen as part of a contract to recruit new investors for the company. 
Court records show the payments totaled $583,000 to Essential Consulting. We've talked about this for a long time. Court records also show Cohen and Intrader exchanged more than 1,000 calls and text messages between November 2016 and November 2017. Intrader donated $35,000 to attend a 2017 fundraiser for Trump's re-election. That's according to the Post. And it, that was at Cohen's invitation. Federal officials questioned both Intrader and Vexelberg during the probe, the Mueller investigation, interviewing the latter after his private airplane made a stop in the United States in 2018. Cohen ultimately pled guilty to campaign finance violations, tax and bank fraud lying to Congress, matters unrelated to his interactions with Columbus Nova. Just want to clear that up. But Intrader told the New York Times in 2019 that his omission from Mueller's final report confirms what I knew all along. I've done nothing wrong. Cohen later turned on Trump, as we know, criticizing him in 2019 in a congressional hearing and is cooperating with investigators into his former boss's business practices. Vexelberg and his company Renova were sanctioned by the Treasury Department in April of 2018, cited for benefiting from Russian President Vladimir Putin's malign activity around the globe. In April 2022, following Russia's invasion of Ukraine, Vexelberg's $90 million yacht was seized by Spanish authorities at the request of Merrick Garland. Columbus Nova has long been described as closely associated with the Renova Group, a Russian conglomerate run by Vexelberg. As recently as 2017, a website for Renova Group listed Columbus Nova as one of its companies. And Columbus Nova confirmed to the Post in 2018 that Vexelberg's conglomerate was at the time its largest client. However, the firm said at the time it was owned by Americans and had never been controlled by Renova or Vexelberg. So how many other Republican congressmen have been installed by Russian interests. We know Trump was. How many congressmen were? How many senators were? That group of eight, seven senators and a rep that went to Moscow on the 4th of July of all days. Ron Johnson, Rohrabacher, he's gone now. Nunes, from Jordan. Where's this money coming from? I think it's time for there to be a Senate subcommittee on intelligence to find out. All right, everybody, we're going to be right back with the good news. Stick around. After these messages, we'll be right back. Hey, everybody, it's AG, and I take AG1 by Athletic Greens literally every day, not just because it's got a great name, but because it's truly amazing. I started taking Athletic Greens because I wanted to boost my energy and immune system, but now I've been able to replace all my huge cabinet of supplements with one delicious scoop of AG1 every morning in a cup of water. Before I make my coffee, before I go to the gym, I, I feel amazing all day. And we want to thank Athletic Greens for their support. And right now they're offering you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase when you go to athleticgreens.com slash dailybeans. It seems like I've tried literally hundreds of different supplements out there, but this is different. And the ingredients are top shelf. I first learned about AG1 from a friend of mine, and it makes it so easy to take the highest quality supplements. It's just that one scoop of delicious powder mixed with water once a day. I noticed right away that it adds a little boost to my energy. I even started sleeping better. If I had to pick one thing to do to take care of my health, I would choose AG1 by Athletic Greens. I'm using those travel packs right now. I'm in DC. I love them. And AG1 by Athletic Greens is a great value. It replaces all of those supplements I was talking about, multivitamins, probiotics, superfoods, um, it's all but the probiotics thing, especially because, you know, usually you have to keep those separate and in the fridge and then you've got the whole cabinet full of all the 
vitamins and gummies and ah, oh, it. But this is so easy. You have to try it. It's the easiest habit I've ever picked up. So if you're looking for a simpler, more cost-effective supplement routine, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Just go to athleticgreens.com slash dailybeans. That's athleticgreens.com slash dailybeans. Check it out. Everybody, welcome back. It's time for the good news. Who likes good news? Good news, good news. And if you have any good news, confessions, corrections, you want to send in what the mutt, where we try to badly guess what what your rescue pup is made of, what breeds are in there. Uh, if you want to give a shout out to a local business, if you want to tell us about an adoptable pet in your area, if you want to give a shout out to somebody you love, if you want to tell us funny shit that your kids say or that your parents say or that you say, whatever you want to send in to us, you can do it by going to dailybeanspod.com and clicking on contact. First up from Miss Maggie in Pittsburgh. Oh my God, the picture. I watched the church service at Ebenezer Baptist Church online Sunday. Biden spoke for MLK Day, as did Senator Warnock. Biden quoted Micah 6, 8, the scripture and verse my Micah is named after. I told Micah that the president mentioned his name, but he just stared at me and barked for a cookie. Micah 6, 8 teaches us to do justice, love mercy, and walk humbly with our God. And look at Micah. That's the verse that this doggo is named after with the Christmas lights on the neck. What a good baby. Thank you for sharing that, Maggie. Appreciate you. Next up from Dave, pronouns he and him. How about a snake orgy? (laughs) I've heard you talk about frog orgies several times. And I once heard you say something about liking snakes, which reminded me of seeing said snake orgy at a local national wildlife refuge 14 years ago. These snakes were enjoying the warm afternoon in a pile of sticks that collected around a water control structure. I estimate there were about 30 snakes in the pile or swimming towards it when I took the photos. I've never seen this behavior before or since. For pet tax, also included our puppy mill rescue mom dog, Ginger, sitting on my lap. Thank you for rescuing the puppy mill puppy. The puppy mill got rid of her when she wasn't having enough puppies after six years. She only has three teeth, and they did some other horrible, terrible things I don't care to share. Never buy puppies at a pet shop. Ginger only wanted to be held and loved. Uh, Thus, the lap photo. Thank you for the awesome podcast. Look at this beautiful baby. Thank you so much for rescuing her. Boy, yeah, there's a snake pile. That is a snap. There they are. (laughs) What's up, fellas? Awesome. Thank you for that. And thanks for again for adopting Ginger. Next up from Karen, pronouns she and her. My husband and I rescued our four-year-old dog from the local animal shelter. She was taken or surrendered from a homeless family living out of their car. She was in a severely neglected condition, badly underweight, much hair loss, fleas, worms, and seems to have never had veterinary care. It took a month at the shelter for them to put her up for adoption. I was perusing the photos daily after we'd lost our last sweet rescue from the same place over a decade ago and fell in love with this sweetie immediately. We renamed her Phoebe, Phoebes for short, and like all adult rescues, is the best dog in the world. In the seven months we've had her, she's put on 20 pounds, grew all her hair back, and gotten better from whipworm, which is fatal if untreated. We are retired, and she travels with us around the country for vacations and visiting our daughters. She's a wonderful traveler. We were told she was a hound mix, but after a DNA test, she's only 1% hound. We were surprised. 
All right, let's see. Oh, look at that sweet, sweet baby. That's a big baby. Great Dane, maybe a little pity. Uh, maybe some uh, Calahoot. What's that called? The Calahuna, the Calthuna, the, you know, the hound that I can't ever remember the name of that has spots. Maybe an American bully. So very beautiful. Let's see what we've got. American Pitbull, Boxer, Rottweiler, American Bully, what, what? And Staffordshire Terrier, German Shepherd and Pyrenees. Dude, I'm just excited I got American Bully. Look at that. There's no Cataluna Coonhound or whatever, but I got Pity and I got American Bully. That's so cool. And oh, 1% Basset Hound, Hound Dog, and 1% Golden Retriever. Very, very a beautiful puppy. Congratulations. All right, from Tanya, pronoun she and her. Hello from beautiful and cold Bucks County, PA. I have so many listeners in Bucks County. I love Bucks County. The next time I go on tour, I am doing a show in Bucks County. Thank you for all your hard work bringing us the news with swearing. I listen either late at night or as soon as the pod is released uh, or on my way to work in the morning. For my good news submission, I would like to share my daughter's YouTube channel, The Vandersons. Emily and Danny have spent the past four years living in their van. They have driven from Alaska to Argentina, and in this video, they share their trip to Antarctica. They spent a lot of time at the pandemic in Mexico, where they adopted their puppy, Sombrita. Their cat, Graham, has been with them since before moving into the van. Don't worry, my fellow Beans listeners, even though they are on the road, they have voted in all of the major elections using mail-in voting. Here is Graham at his cutest and Sombrita gnawing on a stick that's bigger than she is. Her favorite thing to do. The YouTube channel, The Vandersons. Look at the babies. Thank you for sharing that. And that's a beautiful photo. I mean, the dog is gorgeous, but look at the background with them. So beautiful. What a cool store. I'm going to definitely check that out. It's The Vandersons. Cool. All right, next up. From Anonymous, no pronouns. Dear ladies, I would like to share a quick story with you. My parents are both retired and lead a fairly average life. Like many retirees, they enjoy the casino, fishing, and camping. I myself am an avid adopter of dogs. I have adopted two mill survivors, two abused dogs, one with no eyes, and another lab that has been in the shelter for six years? Oh my God. With this in mind, I adopted a beautiful teacup poodle with another horrible past. I had waited two weeks as her fosters monitored her after recent surgery. When my parents met Miss Princess Penelope Elizabeth, I could see a spark in both of their eyes that had been cloudy for quite some time now. Well, she loves to be held 24-7, which is the most important trait to my parents. With this in mind, I came up with the wild idea that maybe this princess wasn't meant for me after all. It was like I just knew she was meant for them. My parents had mentioned adopting in the past, so I told them they would never find a more perfect dog for them, and they agreed. This little four-pound princess has brought the most beautiful sparkle to their eyes, jump in their step, and continuous stories of her every milestone and move. I believe this miracle of a relationship was always meant to be. Thank you for all you do. And Dr. Gill, my heart goes out to you and your lost baby. I hope by the time you read this, he will be back in your arms. For pet tax, I've attached the one and only Miss Princess Penelope Elizabeth, the prettiest girl in the universe. Oh, thank you, Anonymous. And this is definitely the prettiest girl in the universe. Um, sadly, no, my boy is not home yet, but I have faith he will come home. He will be home any moment now. So thank you for asking after Bruce Willis, but this sweet baby girl, what a wonderful story. And I think, yeah, I think that was the universe saying this doggo is for your mom and dad. So adorable. 
Everybody, thank you so much for your good news submissions. I need more. I, I crave it. I crave your good news. Please send it in to us. Dana will be back tomorrow. You can send in your good news at um, dailybeanspod.com. Click on contact. And um, yeah, um, I, I miss Dana. We'll be back tomorrow. So until then, please take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Take care of the planet. Take care of your mental health. Vote blue over Q and bring someone with you. I've been AG and them's the beans. The Daily Beans is written and executive produced by Allison Gill with additional research and reporting by Dana Goldberg and Amy Carrero. Sound design and editing is by Desiree McFarlane with art and web design by Joel Reeder with Moxie Design Studios. Music for The Daily Beans is written and performed by They Might Be Giants and the show is a proud member of the MSW Media Network, a collection of creator-owned podcasts dedicated to news, politics, and justice. For more information, please visit mswmedia.com. MSW Media. <laughs>